What up? Welcome to a podcast of Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 328. In this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. Talk about the Patreon, merch shop, concussions, football, memories, race colors, news, dances, sex, earnest, bread ties, nostalgia, video games, porn, and a bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. What up? Uh, we're joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. Oh, you know I'm doing the Snappy Dabby Do because that one's the good. That's yeah, that was funny, but we, I mean, we were super dabbed up when I done that one. Yeah, we're only a uh, <clears throat> lot to medium sufficiently dabbed up for this one. Yeah, I'll try to coin it. You know, <laughs> I'll, I'll hone in on it this week. Yeah, you know, just so, you got to focus a little bit. Um, all right, first thing I'm getting to is our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash podcast mo. Uh, ain't none of y'all go in there and sign up, but it's okay. Someday someone will. Uh, we do have a few people that pay a dollar or more a month to get early access to all the episodes. Pay enough, like my mother, uh, Marshall Darmanish to bear. It's your boy H2.com and Graveyard Entertainment. Uh, co-producer is getting shouted out. Letting everybody know uh, they're the reason this thing exists, besides us, of course, because it wouldn't exist without us. But um, I mean, we could just be dabbing without it. I mean, you know, but because of them, we're dabbing for y'all. Hell yeah. Um, also, a merch shop at shop.spreadshow.com slash podcast mo. You can go there and get you a podcast t-shirt. I always talk about going to make new shit, but I'm lazy and forget and and don't. So I'm not, no promises this <laughs> holiday season. But um, anyway, now let's be real. A forty-one-year-old married man. This is my one night out of the house a week. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, if if we cancel this ever, which I don't want to, because we get a little bit of a. I get more people hit me up lately of like, hey, I actually listen, and like, and I'm like, hey, that's awesome, because uh, I don't think people understand how cool that is. I don't know, to know yeah. people listen or whatever. And so I'm, you know, definitely want to keep it going, of course. But if we had to cancel, you could always just be like, well, I'm going over to no. watch you make beats. No, I'm going <laughs> to uh, do what they did in Oregon. They had Cousins Night on Thursday. They should call me fucking Cousins Night. Skinny, too. Yeah, there you go. Skinny used to come over every Monday. Has not, basically, since school started. All of his kids are doing shit. They're getting to that age where they all have shit to do. And uh, he never comes over anymore. And then I hit him up every single day almost. And then it's just not something else. And then I was around like, the holidays too. He's probably, man, sure. that, that Cash had a ton of shit himself. Yeah. And uh, I thought maybe he would show up tonight, you know, since he hadn't been over in a long time. Uh, I mean, he was over for Sunday. So it's not like that long ago. We done like a podcast people will hear on Christmas Eve if y'all want to. And, um, Anyway, so, you know, that's just how it goes. That's how it goes. Also, speaking of friends, we got to shout out Pow Wow. I don't know if he wants his business out there, but he's had a big life change, which isn't necessarily a good thing, you know. Um, but uh, wishing Pow Wow the best out there. Last I heard, it was good news, though. He made an A on his co- in Comp 2. He's going back to college. Hell yeah. As well. So he made an A on his Comp 2 class, and he was waiting on his grade from some other class. So I was kind of a grinch about college i guess because to me i have this college degree that i don't use i think it's useless i hate the fact that i owe all this money for this shit that it don't it just doesn't even affect me like maybe some people are like oh yeah math degree you're pretty smart and then that gets like a conversation started maybe but like in general it just doesn't affect my any job i've ever had well see if it was 2021 and you as a star athlete you could get paid now yeah just to be a lineman at Texas, University of Texas, you get $50,000. Yeah, hell yeah, but I, I mean, I wasn't good enough for that. Uh, 
I was actually explaining to my wife. I briefly mentioned it on here before. I've, trying to count all the concussions I think I had in junior high. I think I reasonably had five concussions, like in eighth slash ninth grade. How? Uh, and it wasn't all football. I mean, it was only two of them were football. I got a uh, ear hole by this fucking 300 pound kicker uh, on Apache when I was in eighth grade that, and, and I didn't know at the time it was in concussion until I had others later in life. And I was like, Oh yeah, that was a concussion. And it was like, to me, the dead, dead son. And I don't know if this is true or not is like your vision's like five seconds behind you. So like my head hit the ground and then like five seconds later, my vision turned sideways and I was like, Oh fuck. And then later that year, so off season, a kid took out my legs and I jumped up. We were just playing like two below, but it was tackle, you know, how it used to be back in the day. And uh, a kid took out my legs and I landed straight on my head. And then that one, everyone knew was a concussion because the next play, I thought someone was throwing me the ball and I went to go catch it. And it was like 20 yards from me. And I would have bet everything in the world. He threw me the ball like <laughs> and then I started just busting out crying, like not like something hurt, but like confusion, like. Sounds me like you see like a special needs person and they're like lost and they're like crying like I was crying like that like I just couldn't understand what was going on and then the coach was like hey buddy how about you come with me and then he hid me out in his office all day I got an excuse absence from all classes because he just didn't want me to tell anybody and then so I mean that's how I was back then and then so that's two also I've told the story somewhat recently on the podcast where a kid went to punch me with the boxing glove and I mean he did but I like jerked back so hard that I'm hit my head on the wall and then I had a huge whelp on the back of my head. Um, so that was like three and eighth grade. I, uh, yeah, I guess no one, this is probably also eighth grade. I had a motorcycle slash moped and my dad for Christmas gave me a new, new tires for it. And he forgot to attach the back brake back to it. And then I go on Christmas day to my friend Jonathan's house to explain, here's what I got for Christmas. And I get to the first stop sign and it's like 13 blocks. till you hit a stop sign, right? Like there's this one way you go a long time before you got to a stop sign. And so I just was in the zone and I go to hit that back brake and nothing's happening. And so I freaked out, hit the front brake, launched (laughs) me over the front, crack my helmet. I had one of those nice ass uh, bell helmets or whatever and uh, cracked that. And I didn't know anything was necessarily wrong with me. I mean, I got back on it, drove to his house like all fucking shook up and he answered the door and I couldn't speak English. And I was like, Yemba Dumba Rama Kadama doo doo. Sounded like I was fucking in the Sims or some shit. And he was like, What the fuck are you talking about? You know? So those are all like in eighth grade. And then I also wrecked a car uh when I was sixteen, like twenty days after I got my license, I flipped the fucking car over and had that similar vision catching up to me moment. Damn. So, I just think, and I think that's also, I got suicidalish at that moment. You know, that's when I went to a psychologist and I was like, I kind of think since then, that's probably what made me all weird. I don't know. I remember getting hit hard a lot and had my bell rung and my, my whole head be fucking vibrating, but I just fucking kept on ticking, man. Right. Well, and I told my wife can't believe this story because she just doesn't care about sports either. Uh like almost all studies of CTE have shown like all those things I've mentioned are bad, of course, but just running down a football field with the helmet on continuously not not even huge just the helmet rocking on your head because it'll be like a little loose and shit that continually like causes a ct you being on a jet ski hitting fucking waves up and down in your brain because your brain is just in this little skull cage right and it's like kind of bouncing around all that can cause damage and so when you're like oh shit so basically every time we ran suicides with helmets on that was bad (laughs) bad for us all right, so we need to go back to to the designer and say you fucked up. Yeah, I mean, Maybe. they say if you, they just didn't wear helmets, it'd be better on on their heads, which is weird. Um, but also, we had this drill. I'm not sure if y'all had this drill. Um, and I had the biggest head on the team because I have a ginormous fucking head. My head was so big that everyone else on our junior high team 
all had white face masks, and I had the helmet with a black face mask because it was pulled out of the fucking ancient thing. And I was actually <laughs> just that explains jump. your concussions. Your head can't miss shit. Yeah, I got hit at all, man. And our our drill would be, uh, you would go between tackle dummies and headbutt each other, face mask to face mask as hard as you could. That was a goal. Not no hands hitting things. You just had to go face mask first, hitting each other. It was a show like aggression or some shit. And uh, we had this kid, Jacob Martinez, who is the first kid that died in my my class. He died uh, like 10 years ago now, maybe eight years ago, something like that. And uh, he was this big Mexican kid, also had a ginormous fucking head like me. And he could barely speak English. And I would fuck him up. I mean, we would just be headbutting the fuck out of each other. And I mean, I mean, the coach would be like, you know, they get everyone riled up and shit. But you would feel some type of way because you're like, I will headbutt the fuck out of anyone on this field because my head is the biggest head. And so anyway, that couldn't have been good. Well, we uh, played Blood Alley, which I think is called the Oklahoma Drill now, yeah. where two mm-hmm. linemen line up and you got a running back trying to get through. I thought the Oklahoma was when you're on the ground, you had to get up, or is that just a? Yeah, that's another. That might be no, the Oklahoma another version drill. of it. Yeah. Oh, we we had something called Blood Alley, and they had to fucking change it. Yeah. Basically, two linemen went toe to toe, and a running back tried to get by. So, well, see, we had those. I like the two on two. My favorites were more like, you know, you have an offense, defense, lineman, and then a running back, linebacker, and then you have to block the guy. And your goal, like if you're the offense line, you're going to try to throw him into the linebacker to help your running back, you know, and then they have to choose a side. Oh, we did it without the linebacker. I see. Uh, and so I always found that to be a pretty fun one. But me and Bryce, who Bryce went on to win, I think I mentioned before, four world records of, of weightlifting in high school. And we were like, let's be right next to each other in line, bro. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, there was never going to be a time me and Bryce were on opposite sides of that line. You know, I was like, no, no, I'll ride before <laughs> you or you're right before me. And because at that time, and it's so funny to say, me and Bryce were like the same strength and same size where, again, he goes on to win like world titles. Like he went, he broke world titles and shit. And I'm like, oh, man, I just didn't give a fuck about lifting weights. I hated it. And he loved it. Well, so see, the way the our difference. coaches would have done that, they would have had that person in front of you go. And then they would have turned around. You would have went against them. And yeah. you would have turned. Around. I'm sure there were times me and Brass had to go against each other, but it was also probably because we were, I'm gonna say we're like the best linemen, but we were friends, right? Yeah. And we were good at line. We were just not good. We're gonna hurt each man, other. And there's there's this real, real stocky kid, man. And one of the coaches that didn't particularly like me was building this fucking kid up, and he was a stocky, strong son of a bitch. But I don't think he was all there. Fuck, I didn't know. I never met this kid. And they just been talking him up all week, talking about how good he was. Gets to practice time. I make this motherfucker look fucking bad. Of course, later on, I realize, you know, he just ain't all there. He's just fucking strong as an ox. Right. And uh, finally, they, they, they told me to fucking leave him alone. And I'm like, what? You're going to challenge me and build him all up and right. say he's going to take my fucking job? And when I fucking mop the fucking field with him, I get in trouble? Now I'm a bully? Fuck off. This is competition. You built that shit up and I made y'all eat that fucking shit. Yeah, I, I feel you, man. It didn't matter who, if he was all there or not. If you're going to line him up and y'all going to talk shit and motherfucker across me thinks he's going to beat me and take my job, fuck right off. I'm going to get your ass. Yeah, I uh, I mean, I played with like, so we had girls in our class that played. And so that was a whole different. That was a weird feeling because I'm here's another reason I probably didn't stick with football. I just don't have that like killer instinct right like when the whole like when the whistle blows you're a killer i'm like i knew the techniques and i was decent enough but i wasn't ever gonna try to hurt anyone i mean there were a couple of times i guess like if someone gets carted off you feel like some sort of rage like uh like hell yeah look what i did or whatever moment which kubi was like there's no way you feel good i was like hell yeah when you hit someone and then they have to get carted off the field there's a part of you that's like 
Well, hell yeah. Like you feel good about it, which I know is mean, but that is kind of part of it. I at least that for me it was. But I didn't get amped up. I wasn't in the locker room getting excited. You know, someone fucking comes up and starts hitting me. I'm like, if you don't get the fuck off me, bro. You know, like I was just real calm and chill. And I don't think that's actually I don't think that's what you need. I wasn't the loudest motherfucker in the room, but I was up there. Right. I mean, I could definitely see that you would be. Uh, right, cause you I think it's good. I think it's good. I mean, I thought I was, you know, at a small school, but hell, I just realized I was a big fish in a little pond. You know, right. I came to college, you know, much bigger field. I wasn't even close to the loudest motherfucker in the room. Yeah. I just stood back and watched like, man, that's a whole new fucking scene. Yeah. You know? I imagine so. I imagine so. At least that first year and then, you know, come out of your shell. Um, Anyway, that one wasn't really planned, but I knew you, you could talk about the football. It could be, for whatever reason, we were talking about it recently, about how many concussions. I, she was like, how many do you think you had? I was like, well, let's just fucking count them. And then she's like, oh, I guess it is quite a lot in this short well, see, my problem is I can't remember like a bunch of this shit, like past a certain age of my right. childhood. Well, no. and that's when I, see, I can remember almost everything from about four years old until about junior high. And then when I have all these concussions in junior high, that in high school is kind of a more blurry and that's our doing drugs and shit a little bit. So, you know, that also blurred it out a little I bit. I remember bits and pieces. Yeah. See, I have a pretty, pretty spot on. I, somehow it's tied to video games. I really contributed to the Xanax in college. I ate so fucking many. I think I fucking ripped my brain, <laughs> my memory did. sensor. You probably did. I didn't eat, I didn't take that many pills, you know, it, I, it, it I is, would enjoy one here and there, but I was not, uh, I never had a bunch. It is so fucking bad. If me and my wife are having a conversation and one of the kids coming interrupt and, and then she looks at me and says, what was you saying? I don't have a fucking clue. Do not know what I was fucking talking about. That reminds me, speaking of memories, and then uh, people not having memories, our cousin Shad is a gel. I just got the news of that two days ago. Well, I was wondering, and I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because I seen a post the first Christmas without him, and yeah. I didn't know where the hell. I was like, huh. I mean, this is all allegedly, but allegedly he got in a car and attempted to run over. Or did run over someone, one of the two. And so he's in jail for attempted assault with a dangerous weapon or something. Oh, my gosh. So anyway, so shout out Shad. He's probably going to go to a mental hospital. Hopefully. Uh, That'd probably be the best thing for him, man. I hate. To I say- keep saying they claim, because I know it sounds like I know. I just, this is the story I heard, like all the allegations I've heard, is that he's saying that he thought this person kidnapped Cadence. And so that's why he did it. Well, in his mind, that would be justified. You know what I mean? I mean, so, I mean, right, come on, man. I mean, Shad's crafty. I don't know if he's thought. You know? Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I he don't is know. too. But like I said, yeah. he would be in a, be- a place better where people that understood mental illness and right. could fucking help him out. Yeah, maybe <sighs> assisted living type situation. So, some sad shit. So anyway, uh, back to my random list of shit. Uh, this one's. Hot hot button issue right here. Not really hot button, but this one could get you canceled, you know. I do think something that's odd, or maybe not odd, but uh, it'd be cool if you could just call everybody by colors, right? So, like, we got to a place where we call all white people white, like if they're, like, Scottish or from Ireland or Norway or all these fucking white places. You know, they're just all white. And then me as a white person has no idea where I'm from or who what I am. I don't give a fuck. That doesn't offend me whatsoever, right? I'm just like, whatever, what? And then black people... And now this is not their fault. You know, this is not their choosing. But through uh, the slavery in America and the way the breeding system worked and all that. And, you know, they selective bred people and shit. Uh, a lot of them can't trace back where they're from or whatever. Even though I think a lot of them are from Nigeria because I think Nigerians were kidnapped and brought to the shore. I don't know. There's some goddamn history lessons in here we should probably look up. But anyway, we just call everyone in America that's African-American black. And that's cool. I mean, I've met very few people who are like not cool with being called black. And uh, yeah, they're like fine with that, right? But then 
when you get into like native so we have a lot of native americans around here right which people want to do. i say indian because uh, my best friend's indian he says fucking indian but he says n-d-n not i-n-d-i-a-n you know it's like this cool way they've owned it with fucking these three letters and i think that even is an acronym for something cool like native descendant i don't know what the fuck anyway i might be talking about out of my ass on that one but anyway uh in a, so but if we could all call them the red men or the red people or reds or whatever then you could just be like oh what top ah then he's creek you know because palace creek or then he's whatever but instead you're like everyone's like we call him native americans and then you get the dumb white people like well i'm a native american i was born here you're like yeah dude we get it uh but anyway then it just leads on to like oh what tribe are you right and then you just gotta answer the tribe now you can't use chief red man redskin i mean uh, i mean i think calling i think redskin is weird i do think because it's just simple to me you just replace one with another. So if you called someone black skin, you're like, whoa, that's weird. No, right. Why are you called them black skin? Right. And so like red skin, I always, but the red man, like we're called the land of the red man or something. I think it's what Oklahoma, you say on our license plates or some shit. I don't think it's that weird because they call us the white man. Is it, I, I mean, that's there was, that crazy. There's also a word transition where like, you're not supposed to use like, Indian no more. You're supposed to say Native American. Right. And they're like, but then when they actually pull Native Americans, but, most are But then fine like most people I'm friends with of that descent, like like uh Powell, fucking say Indian, you know, yeah. I mean, not as cool as him, but obviously. Yeah, for sure. Uh and then there's like Asian people as well, which I don't know many Asian people in my life. You know, I knew one in high school in a neighboring town who was I mean, he was cool, normal guy. Uh, you know, he I just saying normal like he just had like an accent like me or you had, right? He didn't have he didn't <laughs> seemed different in any way or at all. I didn't even think about it. And then uh, I met a girl at nerd camp who was uh, Asian from New Orleans and she didn't know Native Americans existed. She thought they were extinct. And Powell was like, I look extinct to you. And then he done this whole thing. It was really funny. <laughs> and <laughs> so, wow. uh, so, but I don't have a lot of things. But anyway, you can't call them yellow people or whatever. I like that. That's the most racist thing you can say. If you said Why that, is yellow more white racist than red or black or brown? I don't know. Or like and you And are we colorblind? <laughs> Unless they are from Nigeria, that is not black. That is brown at best. Right. Well, and brown goes to Mexicans for whatever. Right, reason, I know, but which like, is weird. Not weird necessarily, but there's a lot of white Mexicans. But people say black people, and I see brown. Yeah, well, well, yeah, yeah. I, I just a word well, black. I think can't, if I mean, we had I to don't... take a tangent, I think what what people would claim, or some people would claim, is that they use black to say they're evil, and so it's Aww. some sort of way that people not like that they are, but like it's some sort of way that back in the day, you know, white people pure, black people bad, you know, and they they through the language they have God people damn, think why does this way? world have to be built on religion fuck <laughs> we could have saved so many issues yeah there you go uh but yeah so brown people you know mexicans or whatever but you can't really say brown people that's you, you gotta say whatever country they're from like anyway so there's certain everything that's white and black you have to know like country of origin or else it's racist. Except even Chinese people, you cannot say Chinaman. Chinaman is racist, but literally any other country man is not racist. We have Chinatowns all throughout the. <laughs> well, yeah, Chinatowns different, but you can't say oh the Chinaman. They'd be like oh whatever. Like but the Englishman, totally not not an issue at all to say someone's an Englishman. You say the Japanese. Yeah, we said the Japanese man. You could say that, and no one would think. But yeah, for some reason, China man is racist. It's just all what is he? interesting. The Hong Kong man. Now, I don't think personally any of this should be quote unquote racist. To me, racist is like you own a business and you won't 
serve, you know, serve people of color or you won't hire people or maybe you do hire them, but you automatically pay them less wages or like you have to to me do actual like real things to be racist, not just like you say mean words sometimes, which I mean, it's bad. I don't think anyone should, but I do think everyone talking about using like hate speech and shit. Yeah, right. Well, I've seen someone like because Fox News, I don't know if you saw where their tree, someone lit their Christmas tree on fire, some homeless man or something. And one of their hosts were like, well, how is this not a hate crime? A hate crime against Fox News. And it's so funny because it's like, oh, a, my God, it's like a Michael Scott quote from the office, which is makes it great. But it's like, well, hate crimes are for like people of uh, like minorities or whatever, you know, that can't protect themselves. And so they make hate crimes. So like you're less likely to go try to attack someone because of their race and shit. But it was just so fun. Like, well, they're they hate us. Fox News. And I was like, these motherfuckers. They trying to get well protected, aren't they? Yeah. Well, I've been watching the news every morning and man, I'm telling you, it's just the same repeat shit of uh, be scared. You can't get your Christmas. You better shop now. You better spend some money. Uh, you're not scared of Omicron. Better be fucking scared of Omicron. And then I've seen this other. Well, I've, I've listened to a podcast that I think more reasonable explaining how the Omicron variant, like everyone is saying, isn't very um, dangerous, you know, like, not like high chances of death or whatever, but it also spreads really easily. Then it's kind of like a vaccine, right? If everyone can just get a mild case of it and get over it. But if, if you watch the news, they act like even though it's mild, it's super contagious. And they just get, I don't know, just a lot of fear mongering in the mornings is what I wake up to. But I watch it as like a, conspiracy theorist person so i'm like oh look at these motherfuckers hell yeah trick you all the time man i see some fucked up shit today that the lawyer i used and helped me win uh my uh, custody dispute yeah I remember that. posted on his page today here's some free legal advice for everyone in the spirit of the holidays if you're involved in a protective order matter please do not i repeat do not send a text to a third party offering to exchange sexual favors for that person to cause physical harm to the individual who has filed a protective order against you. I promise when a judge reads your text saying, if you beat her ass, I'll eat yours, they will not read that text and be amused or enticed in any way. <laughs> I was like, really? He had to post that? That means that shit actually happened. You know what I mean? Right. I was like, what the fuck, people? That's some Joe Exotic shit. Eat ass for our <laughs> uh, Joe Exotic was set up if you watch season two of Tiger King. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really need to watch. They have a spinoff from about Doc Anvil or whatever, the guy who had a little harem of women. Yeah. The most inter- interesting part of season one was him, where I was like, fuck, I don't know more about him. So that's what they did. They made a mini series just focusing on him. So I really need to watch that. That's next on my my watch list. Um oh, I had another random I don't know if you had one of these, but you might be somewhat aware, but we were watching something that had a bar mitzvah and uh, I was explaining to Koopy that, you know, we didn't have bar mitzvahs or bar mitzvahs in Oklahoma, obviously, because there was no Jewish people, at least not where I was at. Um, But we had a similar version, a way you made a lot of money through a birthday party, and that's by throwing a dance. So when I was in junior high to late elementary, somewhere in there, um, everyone started throwing dance parties like maybe at 12 years old. And so someone would rent out like a big place, like some place you normally rent out for like a holiday place, like for our family, cause our family's huge. And, uh, you would invite like a hundred fucking kids, you know, or 50 kids, like a, a way too many fucking kids. Right. But I remember making, well, first off, I went to a bunch before I ever threw one. And the only reason I had one was cause I knew you can make a bunch of money from it. This was all like a business idea in my mind. My parent, I never had a big birthday party. I always had like invite five to 10 friends over and 
you'll eat a fucking cake here. We'll go to McDonald's or whatever the fucking Chuck E. Cheese, whatever the fucking plan was. And, uh, but we had people start throwing these dances. And I remember I would go to these dances and I would dance a couple times and it was whatever. I didn't hate it or dislike it. Um, didn't love it, but didn't hate it. And it was whatever. But then once I threw my own and my parents were there, I didn't get up once to dance. I didn't want anything to do with any of it because my parents were watching me. And this is, I realized, I think it's probably like an opening to how my personality would become just in general. And I remember my mom being so mad at me and all like, she thought she just wasted all of her money throwing this party. Uh, but it started off because some kids were playing spin the bottle in the corner. My mom yelled at them. And so then that like started off to being like, well, oh, this isn't fun when it's your party. And people are now mad at you because your mom yelled at them and shit. Like, you know, when it was someone else's party, it was all fun and games. But I just, I don't know, it ruined it. And then even after that, the other dance parties, I just didn't dance. I was like, I don't know. Well, you didn't have to dance. Like, about that age, I guess that was sixth grade-ish. Yeah, somewhere around there. Uh, and they started having school dances, but... Yeah, we and our, that's a, our school did not have dances. Which, uh, Cash is going to his first one tomorrow night. Yeah, so. I would say probably fifth and sixth grade. I would say in the junior high, but for my school, junior high was seventh, eighth, and ninth. But those times would have had some school dances. But I feel like maybe even still then... People were throwing dance parties, but the best part, and I was so excited because I made like $600 for that night, like cold cash. Well, what would you pr- replace your mom, what your mom spent? Well, no, that was her gift to me. I don't know how the fuck I worried it in my head, but for whatever reason, I know I didn't have to pay for that. And maybe we should have worked that out, but just because every kid shows up and they give you 10 to 15 bucks in a card, you know, or whatever, See? throw it on the table and then they dance. So it's basically, you're running a club. I know, but if you had to let your mom in on this, she's like, well, hey, we could do this and bring in this about Y'all could have, like... Maybe, but see, that's it. That's all, my mom wasn't mad about the money. I mean, she was, probably, but to her, like, because I didn't have fun in the way she thought I should be at, like, why aren't you out there dancing? I'm like, if you're talking to me in front of people and yelling at me, <laughs> guess what? I'm embarrassed, and I don't want to fucking be here. And so I just remember really, uh, really hating it, but again, making a bunch of money from it. So it was very cool in that way. And a lot of kids, like I said, did that. Almost almost all my friends for about two years there had dance parties. And so like you were just always going to them. And then, uh, you know, people, I remember like I danced to Crazy by Casey and JoJo so many times. You know, that was the jam. When that one came on, you were like, all right, you got to find the girl you like, see if she'll dance with you. Oh, everybody else playing dance. I was at the drinking table. Well, no, I wasn't in junior high. I mean, I wasn't. Well, quite, I started quite drinking crazy. like twelve, thirteen. It was stupid. No, not me. Uh, I started drinking probably. I mean, not even started drink. I drank at a party when I was like fifteen to sixteen. I would. I mean, it was occasionally at that point. But, but even it, then, like, I would have one or two, and I wasn't the kid. Was like, now I'm crazy. I would just be like, cool. We had. I don't know. I just wasn't trying to get caught. I wasn't trying to get in trouble. I was always. Man, smart I was down it. at dad's, and dad wasn't gonna say a fucking shit. Right. You know, that was like my outkeys. I had, you know, I had to strict mom myself. And so we went down to dad's for the summer. Shit. Right. It was on. I mean, hell, uh, cousin was a couple years older and could drive. Fuck, I was getting to go to all the shit. Right. Yeah, I'm sure. Jaybird. Yeah, him and old thug. Um, I saw, uh, I've been watching lots of TikToks. So why the fuck would I not at work? And uh, there was this one gay dude. And I thought this was an interesting topic because sometimes people are like, you're born gay, you know, and I do think, I mean, I think people are just gay or they're not. I don't know. Maybe they discover it. I don't really understand the fucking science of gay people. Let's be honest. But, um, you know, you definitely knew kids or if you knew anyone younger, they were like, oh yeah, that kid's probably gay. And then they grow up to be gay or maybe not. I don't know how all of it worked out. But this one dude was showing pictures of him when he was younger 
And he was like, how do my parents not know? And he's like, all posing like, I don't know, just as like a little gay kid would, right? And he's an adult man now who is gay. And he's like, look at me. I'm like color coding with the fucking flowers in the background. I shit like and he's calling himself out. And it's like really funny. And it's like, oh, that is that's super funny. But then there are people that are like, you can't sexualize kids. You know, they they're not anything yet. And you're like, but I mean, this guy's I mean, like, just like I think I was a straight boy, you know, like I remember one of my most embarrassing moments was at Frontier City and all the ladies with the big tits. You know, wearing the winch outfits or whatever, kept trying to fucking pull me on stage and I couldn't do it because I thought they were hot with their garter things. I'm like six years old and I'm like fucking having a panic attack and my family's just like, do it, be a part. And I'm like, oh, no, y'all don't fucking let go. Like I was and I know it's so weird, but I now knowing all this shit, I'm like, oh, I just was real I'm shy. pretty sure there's no age. I don't remember running toward not running towards titties. Right. I mean, that's I, I didn't really go through the like scared of girls stage. I was just like, this is too much uh, for me. I, I don't know how to handle myself in public. I'm going to get a little boy erection on this yeah. Frontier City stage. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think I got a fuck. I was having a good time. Right. Well, I mean, that's the way to be. I wish I could have more of a good time. Um, speaking of sex stuff, uh, I've been listening to Bad Friends. I think I mentioned that last week, which is uh, this fucking podcast. It started a little over a year ago, so I'm going back and listening to all their old episodes. And... Um, on one of their episodes, they were talking about how long they last during sex and then the benefits and pros and cons on this got me thinking. I personally myself have never felt uh, too much of a a pressure. I mean, you do have this pressure like you don't want to last too short of a time during, during sex or whatever. Um, but in general, if I was one of these people, because people brag all the time, they're like, I'll go fucking hours, bro. I'll fuck girl for hours. And you're like, that sounds miserable. I could go multiple rounds, but like straight right. at a time. I mean, there, there are some stops and other things. But, yeah. Uh, Nowadays, I'm kind of old now. I get winded, man. Fuck it, man. I'm trying to... I'm more geometry now. I'm going from point A to point B as fast as fucking possible. For sure. I'm fucking old. I mean, it is what it is, oh, man. It, it definitely changes when you get married, for sure. Um, You know, whenever you get older there. Um, To where I think... <laughs> Tom's, actually, this is it's on Two Bears, One Cape now. I think about it. And Tom Segura had this perfect quote. He said, he goes, but sometimes... This one's for you, and you know it. And you know it's quick, you know. And you're like, you just know, and you're like, ah, oh, well, well. And you can't have a, you can't linger on it. You're just like, that one was for me. Sometimes it happens, man. <laughs> there, ain't, was, there ain't shit you can do about it. It's such mean, a funny way he worded it. It's like whiskey like, dick. You don't know what you're gonna get, man. You ain't right. gonna go all night, or you ain't gonna go very long. Right. And also gotta be clear when people are saying hours, or whatever. If foreplay and all that's included, like I don't think that that's that crazy. That's whatever. Right. I'm just saying, if I'm in thrusting position for a straight hour, I, I don't work out like that. <laughs> I, like, and so anyone expecting that, and if a female's like, that's what you need, that's too much. That's like, there, you need to slow down on There some better shit. be some handles up top so I can fucking hold on to and prop <laughs> right. my fucking self up. Yeah. I mean, I can do it. I mean, I've done it, but I, there, there'll be some propping action. And if I was like on a scale that could tell you what side of my weight was on, I bet I have like... 70% of my weight is above my waist. Right? Like, probably, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm not as fat, I guess, as I used to be. But either way, you know, so missionary is very, du- very think, difficult. Think of blue, blue the Bear off Jungle Book, and that's what Mo shaped like. Yeah, I am very Blue the Bear, which is great. I love Blue the Bear. Um, also, giant head like Blue the Bear. Yeah. This is very, very similar. So anyway, I just think, I remember, like, for instance, when I was first having sex, you know, like as a teenager, um, one of the first times was in my car. There, there are two times that I know it's where it just they were like within a week of each other. And I don't really remember which one was uh, 
the first one or whatever. Uh, but I remember in my car, it was weird because the girl just kept wanting to stop, like start and stop, start and stop. Like she, I don't know, it was a weird thing. So it seemed like I was lasting a long time because there wasn't like it wasn't going on like you know for a long time. And then uh, the next time I did it in a bed, way uh, say that's way better to do it in a bed. Oh yeah, a fucking car. Um, way better angles. I very quickly was like, I need to switch positions. And I kept being, I was like, let's switch positions every time I was about to come. <laughs> so yeah. like it made it seem like it lasted longer, but it was really like, no, I just was trying to be, because I did, you know, you thought that was like a really big deal. And then I I also remember the girl, I'm not going to shout her out or anything. There was one girl in college. Um, I did not have sex with her. Um, I should have one time sitting on my house and I was like, oh yeah, I didn't realize that was like the telltale sign of, I don't know, I was an idiot. And uh, I remember her saying to someone else, she said she didn't like guys who, had sex forever. She needs a guy that can come within five minutes. You know, she can come that quick. They should be able to, too. And me being like, wait a minute. There's like a <laughs> and then, uh, because before that, I was like very much like, you have to last as long as possible. That's the goal, everyone. And now, uh, you know, so anyway, any young listeners out there just saying that's not always the goal. Um, and if you're good at foreplay, no one cares. If about you're good stuff. at foreplay, you pretty much already got on there before you even, yeah. even do your thing, dude. I mean, yeah, one, I mean, that's, I take pride like, in what I do. So it is what it is. I would say one of those, the time in the bed, uh, the reason I had sex with that girl was because, uh, I asked her for a blow job. Cause when you're a teenager, that's something you do or whatever. And she agreed, but only if I ate her out and she was kind of bigger, and I hadn't done that before. And I had, you know, all the stories you hear. And I was like, what if this is a very smelly, messy scenario? And I was so nervous. I was like, what if I fuck you? And I, I would never say, and she was like, you fuck yet. Like she was like all for it. And then I was like, oh, so that's the, that's the only way that happened was because I just was scared uh, at the time. But then later on in life, uh, I realized like, oh, this is like the best part of it all. You know, maybe not the best, but it's, you know, it's fun and it's cool. But there was definitely when you're young, uh, you're, you just don't know what to expect. It, it's kind of like drinking a beer for the first time. You're like, yeah. mm, you, you hadn't had that taste before. And you're trying to decide. You're like, mm. well, and you know, I fall in love with it. And then <laughs> uh, there did come a time in college because you hear all these horror stories. Uh, and I'd be honest, I didn't have any like super smelly scenarios for for quite some time, you know. And then there was one girl that I was like, how am I going to do this? <laughs> like, it was really bad. And I was like. But I didn't want to be mean and be like, uh, you go to college and everybody been shaking their ass all night at the bar. What do you think they've been doing? They've been sweating all night. Right. Was, I, um, I seen a girl to the shower in college. <laughs> right. Fuck. I ain't playing. I was a dickhead. I mean, sometimes. Well, take your ass, get a shower, go the fuck home. Right. And then I've mentioned the story on here many times, or maybe not many times, at least once before, of uh, there was a girl whose whole idea, she went to nerd camp with me as well. Uh, her whole idea was to come over and convince her boyfriend to have a threesome with me included. And I just, I didn't realize it was going to happen, but it did. And then all I did was finger and she loved it. And then he got fucking jealous, which it's pretty cool. He got jealous then and not once dicks were out or something. So you're right? going to make, make a song. Do it like Mo. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And, uh, I remember all that happening and me feeling like kind of cool, you know, cause like <laughs> this dude leaves my house and I'm going to have sex with this chick. And, uh, it was the worst sex maybe I ever had in my life. You know, like it wasn't good. It was the first time I had sex in a shower and I realized like, oh, I don't like, I don't like having sex in water. You know, some people think that's cool. I'm like, this ruins everything for, you know. It, it's it a little more awkward in a shower than it is more like a pool or something. Right. The pool is totally more doable. For sure. But it, the, the, the lubeness that provides with the vagina does not mix with normal water correctly. I don't know. It right. just doesn't. So, uh, and I remember it was just not cool. And in her not, 
Like she thought I was going to be way better. And I don't know. I just, everything about it was like not good. And then the next day she was like, are we dating? And I was like, no. And then she like got real mad at me. And that girl to this day still hasn't talked to me, you know, or whatever. You ever we see that dude? Did he ever? No, I'll, he has a lot of family in town. So I hear the last name a lot. And I'm like, oh, well, every, but, every time you see him, you should flip him off. That way you want up to him. There you go. I mean, I liked him, but. Uh, <laughs> with you, he was a nice guy, but yeah, he sat outside the door and it was in that hindsight, it might have been a cold situation. Maybe there was like a whole thing they had going on and it was like all part of the plan and he was like into it. I didn't think about this till now. Um, yeah, it was weird. It was a weird scenario for sure. And she, you know, moved back home and, and married, you know, is married all over. So I don't think about it, of course, at all. But I do think of like, man, that was such a shitty experience. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just all around, all around, not fun. Um, I uh, watched a YouTube video about Ernest this week, um, which I thought was fairly interesting. Um, I'm sure everyone out there knows about Ernest P. Worrell and his fucking movies, you know, and all the movies he has. But I, you, when I was a little kid, I owned this VHS tape of all these commercials that Ernest did. And I never saw an actual Ernest commercial on TV. Mm-hmm. I just saw this VHS of commercials and I would watch it and think, oh, this, this is kind of funny. Uh, but in this whole video, I learned that that's actually how he blew up is doing all these fucking commercials. Okay. And then he spun off that Ernest character from commercials into um, Ernest Goes to Prison or whichever the first one. Ernest Goes to Camp. I think it's the first Ernest one. Ernest P. World. Yeah. Ernest Goes to Camp, I think. And then uh, they made 10 Ernest movies. Only five of them are through Disney. The other five are independent. I don't remember which ones were which. And uh, I don't know. It was all very interesting how this Ernest character was a thing. And it's hard to watch them now. But like you said, back when he was growing up, it's kind of all we had. We thought it was kind of humorous. Right. I always thought Ernest Goes to Camp was great. Even back then versus the other ones. It's like, no, this one. And you could tell it's the first one. And they like put so much more work into it. Um, I also liked Ernest Goes to Prison uh, for whatever reason. I remember that one being a good one uh, because he accidentally gets in and some guy looks just like him gets out. And it's like pretending to be Ernest. But he's like the evil Ernest. Yeah. Yeah. I thought there's there was a lot of Ernest movies. I don't. I said there's ten of them, I believe, but I don't. I don't remember. There was another one I always liked as well, but there were some that weren't good, and you were like, "Oh yeah, this yeah. isn't very good." <laughs> um, but anyway, shout out Ernest. I think he has a Christmas movie, so maybe someone will watch that this holiday season. Um, do you use bread ties? Yes, I'm anti bread <laughs> bread tie. I've noticed, and I'm sure it annoys Koopy. She hasn't told me it annoys her yet. I spit on, put the bread tie back on her, tuck it underneath and put it in a bread box. I tuck it underneath. To me, if I'm spinning and tucking, gravity does the job. You don't need the bread tie. Well, I got a wife. you have kids that. I got a wife that will lose her shit if the bread tie ain't on there. So I take the extra two seconds to put the fucking bread tie on there. I'm kind of like you. I'm going to spin it and fucking tuck her. But hey, it's what the wife wants. I'll fucking take an extra couple seconds to put the goddamn bread tie on. I feel you. I mean, if Koopy complained, I would, would and I can tell That's she just, wants me to because I will go and do my move, a spin and tuck, and leave the bread tie on top of the fridge or wherever, and then the next time I go get the bread, it's back on it, and I'm like, So oh. she just does it and doesn't grab at you. At the Mine moment, would yeah. grab at me, see? We don't have kids, though. If we had kids, I think I would quickly turn into kid number two and then get yelled at. I, I just I just do it her way, man. That, that shit ain't worth arguing about. It's just, it it ain't. Right. I mean, we don't... We don't argue house, anyway, but anyway. Household chores normally. Um, uh, she always like seems more stressed out about things than me, and I'm just like... Well, what? she's always stressed that I can't fix shit, and I'm just like, you know what you got yourself into. <laughs> what, you expect me to learn some shit just out of nowhere? I told her beforehand I wasn't a handyman. Right. But, I mean, I think that is the secret. 
um, is if you're a handyman, that is the what they all want. That's why they all watch HGTV and all that shit. Um, which I do too. I don't like I like HGTV. Um, have you noticed that nothing has changed in like a decade? Like culturally, you know, like if you think of, you know, there's this theory out there that the world actually did it in 2012 and we're all living in some make believe world or some shit. I don't fucking know. But I've been thinking more about it. And I'm like, kind of makes sense. Like the 60s, the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, all those decades have their own identity. And now maybe if you were living in the moment, it all felt the same. And maybe just in hindsight, we've just really made up this shit. But they seem to have their own, like, they have their own music and they have their own whatever. But, like, since the year 2000... Everything just kind of ran together. Yeah, I mean, not even, like, the fact that years, like, the music for the most part sounds the same. Like, hip-hop music isn't, like... It's changed, but not... Like, everything basically sounds like Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne's been out since 1999. Like... I don't know. Like music doesn't change. Movies are all about the same, especially like the last ten years with superhero movies. Like, yeah, just nothing's original. TV shows are just like repeat the same stuff, and some are still good. Don't get me wrong, but there's just like nothing's evolved. There's not like people are like wearing bell bottoms. Like I don't know. They're like there is just nothing different. Everything's just kind of whatever. Maybe it's just our age or whatever, but it just really seems like. And then these kids, they're nostalgic for times we lived in. You know, like this whole emo phase, right? Like I was in high school during the My Chemical Romance sort of uh, peak or whatever. Right? And that's like, and Fall Out Boy and all these other fucking bands like that. And so these kids that are like, oh, I'm so nostalgic for this time. And I'm like, you weren't even born. And that's fine. You that's can the like music it. music my daughter listens to. Right. <laughs> and that's fun. Like, I mean, like I had friends in high school who loved 80s rock or whatever. So, I mean, it, it was a thing, but not like now. Like most people or there are some kids that listen to nothing but old fucking music and watch old shows and they watch friends and they watch the office. Like I watched the office because I was in college watching the office. Like, why is it that like, I don't know. It's just weird that like everyone does care about our era of shit. You know, we had the cooler shit. They ain't got, but they got to make shit or else the next the, era won't have anything to They're going to leave nothing behind. They're, they want to run and talk shit about our legacy and then try to latch on to stuff. They like, yeah, they ain't got nothing on their own. I don't know. I just it maybe maybe there is cool shit like on YouTube and shit like that Dang that I just don't watch. Kids. But I just noticed that uh and again, maybe I'm just in the algorithms that they show me this shit because of my age, but it just seems like everything I see are people loving shit we liked. You know, or yeah. some like, oh, well, that's weird. Like Pokemon should not still be like this huge thing. They should have made a new fucking game that the kids love. With monsters and shit, you know, like Pokemon should be just no, like, they no, just, they just keep making it forever. I just modded it another 115 <laughs> times. Right. And that's just how it's going to go, I guess. So, um, but, but I don't have to lock it. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> so I think the world ended 10 years ago. It's in 2012. The minds were right. And, uh, we were just living in a simulation where it just keeps repeating shit over and over. Well, I want to be the part where I can just sit around and play video games, not go to work. I want Yeah, it'd be awesome. That would be great. Um, I've been playing a lot of video games. Um, you know, when NBA 2K, when I won all the fucking coins, it was very dope. It changed my whole uh, way of playing the game, you know, because like my dude's maxed out to where I can be at the moment. And now I'm getting triple doubles and being fucking awesome, but still demanding a trade. And I hate the Rockets. So I'm just talking shit and they still haven't traded me. Um, but it's like a different, like, oh, it's just kind of casual. I don't feel like I need or like, oh, I need to hurry up and get up to it. I'm like, oh, I already yeah. won all these fucking coins and shit. Um, I've been playing. Vice City is very good. Uh, 
I just because I didn't play it much as a kid, I just don't have this drive for it. You know, I play a mission here or there and I'm like, oh, you know, it's better than Grand Theft Auto 3 for sure. But I think I might just have to move on to San Andreas soon and be like, that's the one I really love. Hell and, yeah. You know, um, I don't know. Like I said, Vivacity City is really good. I think that one, it, it's definitely better than the other one. And they fixed, like I said, almost all the main issues people had at first. So good. that got modded out pretty quickly. I did notice that Mafia, you know, Mafia 3, we really lied, but they remade Mafia 1 called the Mafia Definitive Edition. And people said that's actually like a good remake. And so it was on sale last week. And I was like, almost bought it many, many times, but I didn't. Uh, also, these video games called Monster Rancher 1 and 2, they put on iPad, and they are so expensive, but there's no way to play them any other way these days, so I'm probably about to waste some money and buy it on this fucking work iPad that I have. So, uh, I'm going to talk about it, you know, probably this next episode, actually, with Brad, but there's this game called Monster Rancher on PS1 back in the day, and you went to this place in the game. It was like, enter your stone tablet. We'll generate a monster for you. And then you had to open up your PlayStation, take out the game disc, put in a CD of your favorite mu- music, whatever. And then it would read that. And then that would depend on what type of monster you got and got to use in the game. And me and Rusty were addicted to this shit. And I was just the disc bitch. I was the one that had to like fucking load the discs or whatever. Uh, but like, for instance, I remember like Fill the Dreams. Well, this is a PS2 one because eventually in the PS2 ones, they could use DVDs. Uh, Fill the Dreams on Monster Rancher 4 gave you this little guy that was a baseball player looking monster, you know? And like, so like there were some tie ins and shit and it was real fun. Uh, but anyway, they put these on iPads, and since you, I can't download and play that game on a computer now because there's no way to open the game disc, and right. like you just don't have that function, so there's never been a way to go back and play it. But they put it on the iPad, where apparently they're just going to have a list of every CD ever, and then you just choose which CD you want to load, and then it'll just do it. And I'm like, God damn it, I'm going to buy this old fucking game because there's no way I've been able to play it in <laughs> fucking 30 years, or however long it's been. Uh, I guess 20. That's the other thing. Video games in 10 years or 20 years, even. You know, like Grand Theft Auto 5 came out, what, 2013? Something like that. 2012, maybe. Nothing looks that different. I mean, something looks a little prettier here and there, but like, and I noticed this other day when I was making our list for Brad. I put the release dates of all these games, and a game that came out in 1990 and a game that came out in 2000 are like night and day difference. Like the industry evolved so fast in those 10 years. And then something from 2000 to 2021, it's like prettier, but it's like the same game. Like there's no innovation. You know, they're right. just like, like, we'll make a better model, but it's still the same. Like, for instance, Grand Theft Auto 5 is Grand Theft Auto 3, just they, prettier. They just went into appearances. Yeah. It was like, but there's no innovation like how the actual games played. Right. And so, uh, improves the functionality. Yeah, just interesting. It's interesting how <laughs> fucking world. Um, I saw another TikTok trend this week that I really liked, and you should do it to your kids if you can find it. But <clears throat> it plays the Pornhub sound, and I'll be real honest. I'm not saying I'm not. Uh, I don't know what Pornhub is. You know, I definitely do, but I wasn't familiar enough with the Pornhub sound. Uh, I don't know what it is. So, like, you know, when you like start Netflix, it's yeah. like the dong dong or yeah. whatever it is, and so it's like uh, Pornhub has one that's like. And I only know because I've listened to five, I watched about a hundred of these videos this week. And so it's like, uh, no, it's, it sounds like shit falling or something possibly. I don't even know how to explain it. Um, that was a horrible example. But anyway, people are showing this. They have this audio where it's that audio and then followed by a Childish Gambino song. But they're playing it in front of their kids, like around like their seven year old. And like when they're playing, like their little kids heads are snapping like, ooh, porn. 
And so like, it's kind of like a dead giveaway if your kid watches porn is that they recognize the Pornhub sound. And so, and there was all these videos and people catching like their dad, you know, like old 14-year-old girl would play it and her dad would reach for his phone when he heard it. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. And I mean, the videos are funny. But it is also like sad when you see like a nine-year-old be like, he knows it, you know, like, and again, when I was nine, you know, I was saying to watch like the movie channel because we did have that. And so like you watched at 3 a.m. You get some tits here and there. But that is way different than what you can watch currently on the Internet. I'm 41. I've never logged into Pornhub. Well, there you go. Well, logging in and watching under probably. I've never done the website. Never done the website. I've seen a Pornhub, the little yellow and black. I've yeah. seen people share jokes about Pornhub, but never been there. Right. Well, it, it took over when I was younger. There was just random fucking websites. Right. And like there were certain ones that you could like uh, they didn't give you like free previews of videos. But it wasn't it wasn't like anything like Pornhub. Like I remember uh, in high school, I can't remember, I think the name, remember the name of the site. And I'd be like, it was this one. Exactly. But there'd be one. And it was like you would click a picture and then it would open up a page of like 18 pictures of like a photo set. Right. And like less and less clothing as it would go on. And then it, I remember progress. So we're in you would click and they have like, and a video preview. And it'd be like a one and a half minute video to go along with all the picture, you know? And so, and I think that we kind of need that back for the kids these days. Right. Like I feel like me and my generation were pretty depraved because of all, when we got access to all this shit. I can't even imagine what today's kids are. They're like the 10 year old. that's like, I've just been watching gangbang since I was 10 or whatever, right? Like me and you would have no access to watching some. I had some hustler and, you know, penthouse, maybe playboy. Right, but exactly. Or every yeah. once in a while someone have a video. I didn't have no digital shit. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you had the old VHS tapes that had the little nice uh, little slide through box. You had to shake it out of there in the VHS tapes, right. and, you know, yep. shake old Ron Jeremy off the box, you know, before he, the cool before shit. he went on a weirdo spree. I mean, I was, I mean, I definitely had plenty of runs on porn as a kid like with playboys hustlers and you know go to friend's house yeah my parents didn't have any uh but i'd go to friend's house he'd be like my dad has a trunk let's go look and i'd be like fuck yeah bro let's look at that shit you know i was all for it but my grandparents in colorado they had a hacked direct tv box where they had like the hot card or whatever they called it and they were like oh you go to la in this one market and you buy it off this guy you put it in your direct tv box and it unlocks every channel and they did they had every channel every pay-per-view just you go to that channel and that you got it like for that pay-per-view or anything. And uh, so that means they also had all the Playboy channels, all like all of those porn channels on old direct TV. So when they would leave to go to town or whatever, you know, 11 yeah. year old me staying there for two weeks. They're like, yes, hello. See y'all people or whatever. And I was like, this is the, and then I remember one of getting so excited and it was a talk show and like all these women were just naked, but it was just a normal talk <laughs> show <laughs> and they were just talking to each other, but all the women were topless. And I was like, okay, well, it's what we have. It's what we have here, you know? <laughs> Um, but anyway, that's, that took like planning and cunning kids today just reach in their pocket with their supercomputers no and shit. they get to anything they want. Unless You'll, it's a fucking job application. Act like they're dumb then. <laughs> yeah. I can't fill that shit out. I also don't get over Koopy saying how kids don't, didn't know what the red squiggly line was under words. And then she said that opened her eyes whenever she was like, I always thought, you know, these kids grew up with technology. So they would be good at it. But no, that just means they've ignored everything about it. You know, like they didn't know that meant the word was misspelled. Click that and you can change the spelling. Damn, I'd hate to get, have them get the blue line. <laughs> right. So well, uh, fuck everybody knows the right click. Yeah. No, she says <laughs> most of the time these kids have no. No, but like even my kids, like they do well in school and they say that they can do these Photoshop stuff. You ask them to do something simple like, hey, look up this drive in school and 
they don't know how to fucking search Google to save their goddamn life. I don't know how they're writing pa- papers or getting information if they can't search Google yeah. and find fucking job searches. And I, I, yeah, it was like holding her fucking hand. I was like, what are they teaching them? I don't understand what's going on, how they're missing everything. Right. Well, I saw, I heard a, a joke this week. It wasn't really even a joke. It was just guy talking, but saying that, you know, when someone asking for his directions, he goes, open Google and tap in. <laughs> and I was like, that's such a, fun. like the next time someone asks me for directions, I'm going to be like, you got a phone? All right, open that up. <laughs> My wife did something similar that she was asking about something. I was like. Don't you got Google on your phone? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she'll like sit beside me and ask me to look something up. I'm like, hold her phone. You got your phone in your hand. You look it up. Right. She needs that two screen experience. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. That's how it goes. Um, all right. We got Christmas coming up before the next time you'll be on here. So uh, any any Christmas plans? Christmas ain't until after. We got, Is it? It's next Saturday. So I'll have Thursday. Oh, yeah. You'll be here. I I'll guess record, but right. right. we won't. Yeah. I see what you're saying. But this will be the last one that comes out before Christmas. But yeah. not the last time I see you. So Merry Christmas to all you f- people. Yeah, and we uh, plan on having Brad on the next one. Hopefully that one's a good one. Of all about video games, and it's super fucking long. So Hell yeah. Um, still got to record it. And um, hoping for the best. Hoping for the best on that one. Um, but all right, peace, man. Peace. Thank you.